Well, welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowell, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 14 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment and anything that might be going on in today's uh, political environment, as well as any sports stories or other news that might be of, of interest. So welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a great uh, week. I hope everybody had a good week. This uh, last this weekend was homecoming for my kids, and so my oldest came back to reunite with some of his Graduating class at the football game on Friday. My youngest, he was actually in the home, the junior homecoming court. Then last night was the homecoming dance. And so it's been a busy, busy weekend for us and just trying to find a little time to squeeze in some time to work on this podcast, do my newsletter, things like that. But it has been a great week, great weather and everything. And so the first thing I want to start off and talk about in, in this podcast is a brief thing about Alec Baldwin and his situation. First, and obviously we pray for the victims and their families for comfort and uh, for any healing and recovery that they may have. We pray for the Baldwins as well. This is a tough time. There has been a lot of talk around in the firearm to a community about this. And, you know, obviously Alec has not been a uh, proponent of of the Second Amendment and has been quite out vocal about what his thoughts are. And so there's been people kind of gloating a little bit and saying, you know, also if he had taken any firearm safety classes, this may not have happened. And that, that is all true. I'm really kind of reserving judgment until all the facts are known about how this works, because the way I understand it, things are very, there are very specific rules and processes and procedures that have to take place on a movie set as it pertains to firearms. There's different situations, whether they're using blanks or they're actually having actually live rounds and how all that may have gotten mixed up is still unknown. And, you know, what was the story? I've heard stories about, you know, how things happen, but until I get some facts, you know, I'm not going to, um, eviscerate anybody or attack them. But I do know that, you know, Alec is in a, <laughs> he's in a tough spot as the, as the actor, you know, he's facing and the person that committed the, the, the incident, I guess, I'm not going to call it a crime at this point, but he, you know, he could be facing a criminal, criminal and as well as civil penalties along with this up to, you know, manslaughter. But then his the other sticking point is that he was actually actually the producer, so Malik can't push this off onto the producer and blame them for you know poor procedures and safety on the set because that was ultimately his responsibility. And I think ultimately the one thing that can be seen is I don't know if we'll see Alec Baldwin on the screen anymore because one of the biggest things is, is actors have to get insurance and movies have to get insurance, and if they feel that, you know, based on previous things that they're not, it's not safe to secure, provide insurance. They're not going to do it. And I see companies going forward going to be very difficult after the, all the, you know, there are going to be a lot of litigation around this and a lot of money is going to be paid out to the victim's families, I'm sure. And Alec probably not be able to get insured either as a producer or as an actor going forward. And that will make him very difficult for him to find uh, work in the future. So those are my thoughts right now on Alec Baldwin. But more pressing matters, more pressing matters are what's going on in the firearm industry. We've got a couple companies that have come back and they're really out there and they're giving indications about, you know, what their thoughts are on our, our human liberty as it, as it pertains to these vaccines and that the freedom that American people should have to, to exercise those routes, those beliefs. So first one is out of North American Arms Firearm Company makes those small little revolvers and pistols, little Derringer-type pistols. And Sandy Chisholm, who runs it on the website, has always had, I guess, his Sandy soapbox. 
and each month he puts you know kind of his thoughts out on the web and 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 looking at it a lot sometimes it looks like it's been really somewhat of a therapy session for him and especially I can tell looking back through some of his posts that he's had some tough times and struggles really with depression and things like that around what's happened with COVID and everything. But in September, his post uh, really caught fire because he did a rant and he went on about those that have, have not gotten the vaccine. And here's just a little bit of what he says. He says, quote, I continue to believe in vaccinations. I believe they are far and away the most effective means of protecting oneself from contracting the COVID virus. And it's the key to eliminating the ongoing threat of the virus. And it's increasingly more threatening variants worldwide. I also believe that if a vaccinated person does con- contract the virus, he, she, they will suffer far fewer and less severe symptoms than those who are not vaccinated. Is there any doubt? Over the past few months, my thoughts about those who don't believe in the value of vaccination has gone from disinterest sympathy to contempt. I'll, I'll say that. And he, he's surprised that there is such a large people that have not got vaccinated. So one first, here's my beliefs, my feelings about vaccines. I I am not an anti-vaxxer. Most people that have not, I believe most people that have gotten the vaccine are not anti-vaxxers. They're, they're, I've gotten vaccines in the past, but they have concerns about this particular vaccine, how um, safe it is, how well it works, the necessity for it. And they're just giving it a little bit closer look. Uh, our eyes have been opened about the medical community and we've looked at it. People have looked at it. And so, you know, that's my position. And so he goes in and gives some arguments in here. And I'm going to, you know, everything he says, I believe is, is totally false. So he gives some reasons, some arguments about the, the, the reasons why people say that they're not getting vaccinated. He says, Quote, I don't believe the vaccines are safe. And he says, how much data gathered over what period of time will it take to put this false narrative to bed? Well, unless he go has actually looked at the VAERS database and can say that, yes, I've looked at it, I understand, I see that the, 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 this year is an outlier, you can't say that there's something going on. He says, I don't believe the vaccines are effective. Again, evidence are showing that people, there are breakout cases, people are getting it. So this is a valid argument. I have already contracted these and I, and so I already have some level of immunity and see no benefit from vaccination. It says right on the first count, wrong on the second. You can be certain that your immunity will only be bolstered with a vaccination. That's also been proven to be not true. I'm afraid of suffering side effects. My circumstances put me in a heightened risk for being vaccinated. And he goes, I don't know what circumstances that is. This most certainly does not apply to those attempting to become pregnant, for example. I have a history of adverse allergic reactions. I claim a, he goes, I claim a religious exemption for the life of me. I can't understand the basis of such thing. What religion would abdicate against something that will protect your life and that of others? Certainly none that I've heard of. Go ask the Pope. So he goes on and on and on. While those are concerning, you know, he since then pulled the post. And he wrote a new one and he kind of comes back and says that it is same feelings, different tone is what he goes about. And he kind of, you know, backs off some of his statements and will give North American Arms credit. They have not put in a vaccine mandate for their employees. But in, in as he goes into defending himself, then he said the one thing he said in there was probably the thing that concerns me the most about all the statements in and in that, he says, in his argument, he, he basically says that at some point in time, you have to give up some of your freedoms for those, 
for the greater good and be willing to sacrifice your freedom for the greater good. And right there is when he, he shows his true colors because that is exactly what the, the gun control group is going, has always argued that we need to give up our freedoms for the overwhelming good of the people and what is good for particularly for me and my protection is needs to be ignored as, as it pertains to the greater good. And so right there, I think Sandy may have revealed his true colors because it is very concerning that he would be willing to give up his freedoms that has been given to him and ask people to give up their freedoms as it pertains to that, to anything. And he acknowledges that in his post that, you know, you can vote with your pocketbook and I'm not, not calling for a boycott of North American arms, not calling for any of that. I'm just raising some concerns about what's going on in the industry. Another big concern is Hornady ammo manufacturer. They have actually put into place on October 11th, they sent a note out to their employees about a workplace mandate. And what's concerning about this is, again, is their facts are all wrong. So we have been informed that we will be subject to a vaccine mandate as early as December 8th. Not true. President Biden has not done anything. He had a press conference and that is it. And so in there, then they, they say, I, I am asking you, and this is from Mr. Hornady himself. He says, I am asking you to please, please, please get the vaccine. At the end, he says another thing that's contributing that it says, it is a, this is a good place to work and I value the contribution each of you makes to this company. We are on track to have an even better year than last. We do not want you or us to be faced with career-devastating decisions as the final days before the mandate is in effect. He's saying it right there. Go get vaccinated, or you're going to be fired. And that is very concerning to me because there's nothing that is forcing us him to do that. There's not a mandate. And so, you know, he may want to use that. Maybe they've got some contracts with the government. But sometimes you have to make the tough decisions. And if you don't, and you show where your true colors lie, then... It's very revealing about what type of company Hornady actually may be. Again, not calling for a boycott. You make your own decisions, research it. But it is very concerning that we've got, you know, here we have two two people, in the, two companies in the industry that are actually telling people to give up their freedoms and their liberty to protect what they do for their body just because the government is potentially even and has not even done it yet. And they say that it's it's mandated for the gut common good. It's not right. And... Nobody should be put in that position. Those are my thoughts. People are going to disagree, and I understand that. And, you know, cancel people, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm not really concerned about any of that. So let me know your thoughts, and I appreciate it. And everybody have a great rest of their day and a great upcoming week. Talk to you later.